Ron and Anian. Tire pressure that was set in May is not good in January. It should be checked every 30 days, really. And you'll have to deal with the car doctor. If you get in your car tonight or tomorrow and you look up and the oil change sticker is, you know, four months old, five months old, six months old, that was August, September, October. The weather was drastically different than it is right now. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, it's time to start your engines. Hello and welcome. 855-560-9900. That's the phone number. Ronnie Andy and the Car Doctor. That's the name. Now, the phone number may not be working, but the Car Doctor always is. So you can call 855-560-9900. Leave a message. Once Tom Ray gets the phones fixed, he hasn't done his whole job yet today. And, um, yes, Mr. Ray? Wait a minute. You said the car doctor's always working. Now, weren't you the one that was snoring before the show? Well, I was resting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been snoring during the show. Well, so. you know, it's, it's <laughs> listen, the eyelids are closed, but the brain is always working. So uh, just, That must have been the know. steam coming out of uh, your ears. Exactly. How is the, um, how are the phones today, by the way? dead i just tried dialing with my cell phone and verizon wireless told me that they couldn't complete the call as dialed so you know that means they're having a major problem at the um wherever at the toll-free provider yeah wherever yeah it's um and here's the best part we'll continue to use this toll-free toll-free provider because they've been pretty flawless you know they've been pretty i was thinking about it um you know in two weeks are you going to buy me a cake? Because in two weeks, we're having an anniversary. Oh, I'll buy you a cake, all right. Yeah. You don't want to know where it's going to end up. Oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> splat. So, you know, in two weeks, it's our five-year anniversary. I know. Yeah, self-syndication. Yeah, and they thought it wouldn't last. We should get a, we should get a cake. We should get a cake or something. And some candles. No candles. Oh, come on, we need uh, candles. Okay, we'll get candles. We'll get, we'll get, you know, Tony will take care of it, because I know Tony... Uh, Tony likes to eat. That's why he's so big. There you go. So we can we can say that he's not here today because if he was here, we couldn't say that because he's so big. So you can't pick on Tony when he's around. Um, you know, it's. Uh, but anyway, um, this radio show is all about fixing your car. Believe it or not, folks, it's just that we are experiencing some technical difficulties today. Our phone system is kind of cockeyed, and we're able to dial out. So if you if you send an email, Ron at CarDoctorShow dot com, uh, you know we've been picking them up that way and, and calling out. And Tom's been taking very good care of the phones. Um, also, slightly. Um, uh, slightly, also by himself, because as it happened, uh, we talked about it the first hour, the uh, New Jersey Transit, New York City uh, subway. I don't know if it's New Jersey Transit or, um, uh, you know, on the city side in New York. No, Tony I think Orange. it's what's going on at Penn Station, which is affecting New York City. Or, no, I'm sorry, New Jersey Transit. Yeah. Um, they, for, for those not in the New York area, the they've got Penn Station ripped apart. They did it this summer. They're doing it again. They're trying to prevent derailments and such. And, yeah, let's face it. It's underground. It's yeah. old. Yeah. And the work's got to get done sometime. So sooner or later. You know. it's, yeah, it's, so it's just a mess. So uh, we are we are flying without Onet today, and uh, I think we're doing an okay job. We haven't had it. Nobody's canceled. Which is really good, because my wife gets real upset when Onet's here. Yeah, well, <clears throat> actually, on a totally separate subject, then I promise I'll start the show. And John in Indiana, just give me a minute here. Um, you know what tonight's a good night for, because it's really cold? Did you notice how the weather changed? Right? Yeah, it was 60 degrees yesterday. It's about 25 right now. Right. And, you know, it's funny because I was thinking about this. I, I received an email, one email out of the seven listeners we got. I got one email out of the seven listeners. And um, this gentleman, Tom, he's all upset because I ask everybody the weather report. And he tells me to stop doing it. It's boring and, and, and so forth. They don't need to know the weather. They can look it up on Google. Do you know why I ask the weather? Because you want to be a pain? Yeah. Well, no, because... Well, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it right now with our next caller, I think. But I, I want to I want to know the weather because weather affects barometric pressure, weather affects vehicle operation, and I want to make sure the information I'm giving might be not vehicle weather specific type of stuff because it's you know, listen, if you walk into the shop, all right? Third Bay computer right on the desktop, there's a shortcut for the weather center, weather weather channel, weatherchannel.com. Every day I walk in, I click on it. I know what bar- I want to know what barometric pressure is in Waldwick, New Jersey, because if the barometric pressure is supposed to be twenty nine point eight, and my scan tool says thirty one point five, somebody's lying. All right, and it doesn't take much for it to be off, and the car will act completely different. So if you hear me asking the weather, something's on my mind. 
All right. It's um, I'm thinking something. So that's the moment. Um, I had a bunch of things to talk about. I remember what they were. I kept John waiting long enough. John, you're up. You're on with Ron and Andy in the car, doctor, sir. How can I help? Yeah, I've got a, a 99 Ford uh, F-250 Super Duty with uh, a V10 and uh, 220,000 miles. And I've owned it since since it was new. But but it uh, I was checking the oil the other day and uh, I noticed the coolant level was about two inches lower than than the minimum level. Okay. So I filled it to you know about halfway between the min minimum and maximum, and uh, checked it the next day, and it was back down below again. I mean about to the same place. So I filled it again, and uh, I checked it when it was hot then, and when it was hot, it was probably above the max level a little bit. But the next morning, it was back down to the low level again. So I made a mark on the on the coolant reservoir with my ink pen and just didn't add any more to it. Every morning I checked it, and it was right back at a, maybe just a tick below or above, you know, right. varies a little. Right. But but no no real movement. My first fear was head gasket, you know, with this many miles yeah, and sure. everything. Yeah. And, uh, but... You know, now at this point, I don't know if I've got a problem or not, and it's so cold out. Everybody looks like they've got a head gasket, you know, going when you know when you when you first start something and warm it up. I mean, it's so cold. Right now, did it ever? Has it ever come back? It, it's staying consistently at the level you left it at. Cold, correct? Correct. I mean, like I park it in the you know concrete floor every right. night. So, right. but it it, <clears throat> it might vary just a little, you know, but very little. I mean. Nothing you can tell. Yeah, you know, you know, it, 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 just some ideas. You know, why was it low in the first place? How long had it been before you had checked that? Was there, a, you know, it sounds like this is something you do on a regular basis. Had it been a couple of days, a week, a month since you last checked it, and you just happened to notice it, or it had, it had probably been a week since I since I checked the oil, or you know, since I checked the oil, and I'd never noticed. I mean, like I said, I bought this truck new, and and the coolant level. As far as I can remember, in the you know, it, it stayed very consistent in right. the past. So right. you know, I just thought something was going on, but I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with you. Something is probably going on. The fact that it it, it sounds like it it, it needed uh, um, uh, a court. Did it take a court? You think, John? I would say, yeah, I'd say a court, maybe a little more. Okay, you know. so it, it kind of puked out a court somewhere, and whether it whether it consumed it internally or it's a CP head gasket, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. That you know, it's 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 not impossible. Um, the fact that it's staying where it is. Uh, the first question I've got, I've got to ask you the weather. Oh boy, I'm going to get another email. Um, <laughs> you know, it, did the weather change since the first time you started checking? The, the the coolant level to now is it still the same consistency of cold or hot? You know what the temperature is outside. Yeah, it's it's pretty close now to what it was then. But in the interim, it's changed a lot. It's like you were talking. I think the other night at midnight it was sixty degrees, and the right. next day it was seventeen. Right. So you know the temperature swings are what kills gaskets. It's whether it's outside outside temperature, you know, ambient temperature or vehicle temperature. Um, you know, believe it or not, head gaskets will will. I've seen this over and over again in my career, where that that short trip, short distance vehicle will wear out a head gasket. If it's a problematic vehicle, a problematic, you know, we know a pattern failure. This head gasket really wasn't made right. Three eight Taurus has come to mind. I mean, uh, good lord, one year. In the first six months, I think I did 22 sets of head gaskets myself in the shop at the time. Just It got to the point where I was bored. I kept the tools out. I knew which ones I needed. It just, you know, like, okay, where's the next one? I did one every week for the first 22 weeks, I think, of the year. (laughs) Um, You know, that is a weak or a bad head gasket design. And, mm-hmm. you know, it'll it'll just be at short trips. It doesn't expand properly. And all that short contraction and expansion, it tends to scrub the gasket like a piece of sandpaper wedge between it. And it just, you know, eventually it just wears it out at a microscopic level and poo, it just pops. Um, right. I, I would, you know, do you have the ability to get under the truck, John? And, and yeah. lo- look yeah. at the, so, you know, let's take a look where, where these typically fail is not to wish it upon you but it is it is the back rear corners all right uh-huh. just behind you know the last two cylinders on the last cylinder on each side 
uh, you know, uh, just look for the white stain coming down the block, or you might even see some wet there. But that would be the most common point of failure, uh, you know, right. if, if it is head gasket. And, uh, yeah, I think something happened as a result of temperature and age. So I would tell you to watch it and monitor it. And if it gets to the point where you can prove it's a CP head gasket, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. Um, I'd try a bottle of K-Seal. This is the video that's famous on Facebook, on the Car Doctor Facebook page, where everybody beat, well, not everybody, but a lot of guys beat me up. They said, look at you, you're a bottle mechanic. Yeah? yeah. Hey, John, let me ask you a question. 220,000 miles on that truck. Would you actually pull the heads at this point in the game and, and, and go through head gaskets and all that? Would you want to do that? Well, that was kind of my next question for you. I, I haven't checked into it locally, but is it really worth, I mean, I, I've looked a little bit on the Internet, you know, about, you know, what other people have, I mean, I don't know if it's worth it for right. the cost. Right. It's, you know, uh, I, I can tell you, from, big job. I, I can tell you New Jersey prices, all right, because <laughs> everything, everything is relative, right? Sure, um, sure. You know, out, out here, a repair shop is averaging 100, 105 bucks an hour. Uh, you know, an independent, a dealer, a dealer repair shop is about 100 and a quarter, 130 an hour, depending upon the line. Um, yeah. I don't know how that stacks up to Indiana, but, you know, you get my point. Everything's, yeah. everything's relative to cost of overhead. So, yeah. you know, at, at that point, I've got to think that's, you know, that's that's two days' work. That's got to be two, two grand, $2,500 worth of head gaskets. Easy. Right. Um, right. And, then, and then that's, you know, what sort of shape are the heads in? Uh, you yeah. know what sort of mach- what sort of machine work are we going to do to the heads? Valve valve cleanup, you know, guide seals, cut the right. heads, etc. Blah blah blah. <sighs> you know, we're going to put five and grand. Right. We're going to put five grand in this truck. Right, and the rest of the engine has still got two hundred twenty thousand miles. Right, and so does the trans, um, and so do the rear ends, and you know. Right. So unless we're going to go through the whole truck, hence here's the argument. And this was my argument on Facebook. I said, you know, guys, you take this bottle of case seal. It's whatever it is, ten bucks, fifteen bucks. You can find it on O'Reilly Auto Parts. Um, you go out on O'ReillyAuto.com and you'll find it. And you know, just read the instructions. Try it. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. It's you know because if the conversation is replace the vehicle or pour in a bottle of case seal, I think I'll spend oh, the yeah. I think I'll spend the fifteen bucks first or ten bucks, whatever it is. Um, sure. You know, it's it's funny because if you go to the Facebook page and find the video, you'll see the Pontiac I tried it on. That car came back yesterday, and the right front tire was going flat. It needed it needed a, a, a tire plug repair, and we repaired it. And I thought about it. I said, you know, I should really take a video three months later showing this car. Because the car, I asked the girl, I said, so how's the heat? She said, my parents are complaining it's still too warm. Um, <laughs> the heat blasts them out of the car. So everybody's saying, oh, it's going to block the heater core and all that. Um, right. Not not realistic. doesn't happen. So. But right, um, right. that's so, that. That's where I'd go, sir. That's that's how I okay. approach this. All right. Um, okay. I, I wouldn't be afraid to try some KSEAL, KSEAL dot com. I wouldn't be afraid to uh, you know just be aware of if it's if it is a head gasket, take it from there. But just monitor the level and let's see where it goes. If you have any questions, you call me back. All right. Okay. Thanks, John. You take good care. I'm running in the car doctor. We're back right after this. Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor is brought to you in part by the Car Care Council. Traveling this winter season? Remember to follow the three P's, prepare, prevent, and plan to save money and avoid breakdowns. Learn more at carcare.org. We recently sat down with Johnson Controls Global Brand Manager, Joe Meyer, to discuss the advantages of AGM batteries, including which vehicles are the best candidates for this type of battery. Let's hear from Joe. Well, there are many different types of everyday vehicles that could be a good candidate, from soccer moms to landscape vehicles to different types of hot rods. Uh, that really would work well with an AGM battery. Many of these vehicles include extensive electrical features, which really place greater emphasis uh, on the demand for the battery. Additionally, if you purchase aftermarket accessories, such as infotainment systems or even lights, you may require a more advanced battery, such as our AGM. Lastly, where and how you drive your vehicle can really impact the battery performance. So for example, if you live in a climate that gets really hot or cold during our summers or winters, uh, our AGM battery will perform better than standard flooded batteries under these conditions. AGM batteries help meet the electrical demands put on today's vehicles. Learn more at autobatteries.com. That's 
Autobatteries.com. Being car care aware is important all year round, but winter is an especially critical time as harsher conditions can put strain on your vehicle. Here are a few items to check, courtesy of the Car Care Council. Winter means shorter days and longer nights. It's a great time to make sure interior and exterior lights are working properly, and don't forget to make sure your headlights are properly aimed. This item is often overlooked. The best way to warm up your engine? In the wintertime, drive gently at the start, and make sure your ice scraper and snow brush are accessible. Don't forget to check and make sure you can replenish, if needed, your emergency kit, jumper cables, a flashlight, blankets, extra clothes, bottled water, non-perishable food, and a first aid kit with any medication that may be needed. It may seem like a lot, but better safe than sorry. For more great tips, videos, and recommended service schedules, visit carcare.org. And while you're there, order a free copy of the Car Care Guide for your glove box. That's carcare.org. Carcare.org. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell. Everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? <laughs> Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Let's make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? Yeah, how about a taxi? 233 North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus, much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Looks like a picture she was laying there. Moonlight dancing off her hair. She woke up and took me by the hand. She's gonna love me in my Chevy van and that's all right with me. Welcome back, folks. We're on the name the car doctor. Hey, Tom. Um, listen, I, I got a question. Yo. You, you got a quick second? Um, um, well, for you, you've got all kinds of seconds. You know how we put those two clocks on the studio wall there? Yeah. I think we need to flip them around the other way, because when you stand there with your big head, I can't see the clock. Uh, and this is a problem because? Well, either, you know, it's funny when Tony's here. See, Tony sits and he's at your height, and for some reason he's just a little bit. That's how big Tony is, folks. Tom has to stand to reach Tony's microphone. It's really kind of funny. Um, you, you know, with the... Uh, but but the good thing is, if you can't see the clock, then you have to pay attention to me when I'm counting you in. Oh, yeah, but when you're sleeping, it's a problem. Um, I want to talk a little hey, bit about hey, the... At least I'm not snoring today with the mic open. Well, that's true. Not like last week. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the weather, all right? And I, I know the weather is a great topic. I know six out of the seven of you love it. So the weather changed radically across the country in the last couple of days, right? It um, it, it started, I, I, I talked to the one Anian kid out in Pittsburgh, and she said it was 61 degrees yesterday. I called her this morning. She says it's 18. So, you know, imagine tire pressure. They start thinking about tire pressure, right? Um, if the tire car, if your car went in for an oil change on Thursday and you were in the Pittsburgh area at 61 degrees and it had 60, it had 35 pounds of air put in it, and, you know, you woke up this morning, and it now it's 20 degrees. You've now lost four pounds of air pressure. If 35 is where they set it and the spec was 35, 
by now your TPMS lights on, so everybody in Pittsburgh's driving around trying to put air in their tires, um, and 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 so goes the rest of the country, and and that's my point. You know that that you've really got to look at weather, and you've really got to think about long-term preparation. And it's it's just because the car's got a computer on it doesn't mean it doesn't need a little TLC along the way. All right, until they come out with, and I'm sure somebody's working on it, self-inflating tires. Uh, which I thought about the other day. I said that would be kind of neat. Um, you know, we're going to have to just continue to put air in tires. We're going to have to continue to pay attention to fluids, like John from Indiana. By the way, John, if you're still listening, one last thought. You could have a bad radiator cap on that truck, too, uh, creating an issue, not not venting properly. And, you know, uh, just be aware of that. You could have a radiator cap causing that issue. Um, I thought about that as well, that, um, you know, you might have a problem there. Um, so just just be aware of, 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 of weather. Um I thought of Jeff Foxworthy also this week. You know, he does the You Might Be a Redneck If. And I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to have to get together with Jeff and do something along the lines of you might not be taking care of your car properly if. And I think I would answer that as you walk into a repair shop and your oil change sticker says June and it's January. All right? Or you might be not taking care of your car properly if your tire pressure light is on and the last time your oil was changed, Obama was in office, all right? You know, I, I could just see a whole series of these things being played out because it seems like every car that came into the shop this week, again, weather-related issues. I, I, You know, I watch every week. Carolyn came in, this one woman, a dear customer, and, you know, she just, the car was due for an oil change in May, here we are in January, and her complaint and the, 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 the moment was it needed a battery because, you know, the car had not been prepped for winter. And, you know, listen, it gets to be life and death out there. It can be a problem, all right? It's not that, you know, don't think, and I, I just have to mention this, don't think, let's say you're going to go from New Jersey to, 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 to Ohio, all right, on a car trip. And somewhere in the middle of Pennsylvania, you've got to stop and get gas, all right? And you pull over, you you, you, you shut the car off, you go to start it. Don't think the car is going to start just because it started in New Jersey because the battery is that good. Sometimes a, a marginal battery will fail from under hood temperature. And, you know, prolonged driving, nice and hot, even in cold weather, it gets hot under the hood. And you'll find that marginal battery becomes marginal and it doesn't start the car. So getting cars checked for winter is still one of the most important things you have to do. You've got to do it. Uh, you know, forget the nonsense of TPMS lights annoying you and so on and so forth. Look, I, I, I've said it for going on 27, maybe 28 years if we make it another two weeks. Um, you know what? The car's the most important thing to take care of you. You've got to take care of it, especially when you're out on the road. I'm Ron Annie, the car doctor. We're coming back right after this. Don't go away. We decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I, I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. <laughs> hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments... 
dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Any of the car doctor rolling along. Let's see. The phone number, even though it doesn't work today, is 855-560-9900. Here's the deal. Um, something's wrong with the phone company, and it doesn't seem to be working, but you can call 855-560-9900 most of the time. We're going to be that most of the time radio show. And leave a message if, and I believe me, Tom, I've seen Tom when he gets upset, and he's going to be very nice and calmly give them a call later on and say, what happened? Is that how you're going to do it, Tom? Oh, shall we just say there are some things that can't be said on radio? Uh, I understand that. And you can leave a message, and Tom or Tony or somebody will call you back and get you in queue for the next live broadcast, and hopefully by next week the show the phones are fixed and we can roll along. As Eddie Goitis, Goitis Capital, uh, Queens, New York, pointed out, we can have people email, and you can email ron at cardoctorshow.com, and we will... Uh, We'll pick it up that way, and uh, Tom will call you back. Just obviously include your phone number. We had a couple of people. Uh, right, we got seven seven listeners. Um, you know, uh, two of the six emailed in at the break, and they emailed us and said, "Call me." And we read the emails, and guess what? They left off the. You know, so it's been that kind of a show this week, right? You've got to include your phone number to get a phone call back. That's the deal. I should point that out. I realize that, you know, sometimes the obvious is just difficult to see. So, um, you know, just just be aware of that. I knew it was going to be that kind of a weekend when the when the lock fell off the gate at the shop. I just knew it. I should have just gone home and gone to bed that yesterday morning. So let's go over to Steve in Wisconsin. Steve, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Hey there. I am so privileged to be one of the seven. Well, there you go. Let's see. So this is, you must be number five. Uh, we've got we've got two more to go we haven't heard from today, and then we're done. Uh, we get to go home. By then it'll be four o'clock and the show will be over. So uh, There you go. There so, you go. Um, what's, what, what's going on? Well, you know, I called you, boy, about a month ago with uh, my 2003 GMC Sierra. Um, and I bought the truck in 2008, and it always had a hard first to second shift and um 
but it was I just thought that you know every every vehicle has its little character defects and I didn't think anything of it. Um, I've got a son that that knows his cars and he was home about you know, about six months ago and he's like, Dad, boy, that's a problem with your transmission. You got to do something about it. And so then now that I then I started fixating on it. So I, I took it to a couple different shops and and um, would, would got everything from oh I, I I don't know what to do but I'll go in there and clean it all up for six hundred dollars to yeah we'll, we'll we need a hundred dollars just to look at it it's probably going to need to be rebuilt for twenty five hundred and that's when I contacted you and you, while we were talking you told me that there was a, a TSB on that truck from two thousand three yep, so yeah you, you, way back when yeah yeah. yeah. Yep. So you you sent it to me via email, and I took it to my local GMC dealer here, and he and I had a long talk, and he said, Steve, I'm going to throw your truck on the, the computer. Let's just see what it wants. He goes, we're not going to change out the selenite. Let's just, let's just take the easy, most economical thing here. If there's a, a download that needs to be done, let's do it. And the truck needed about four or five downloads, and uh, the brake booster needed to be updated. And he charged me 88 bucks and updated my PCM, and my truck is fine. Perfect. Oh, I'm glad to hear it, man. I really am. Yeah, that, that you are. You know, you always say that finding a, a mechanic is is you know a good mechanic is priceless. I found one, but he happens to be in New Jersey. Well, right, and one of us has to move. And trust me, uh, unless you, I I move it. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, but I mean, listen, I've I've heard stories about Wisconsin. Um, you need bagels, pizza, and hot dogs. If you can get those three requirements and, and Italian food, I don't think I could live without Italian food. It'd be hard. Um, and beer. And don't beer. The beer. Well, well, yeah, but you guys probably have the beer. I'm sure you have the beer. Oh, God, we have good beer. Yeah, see, you have the beer. So you got one out of the four. Um, <laughs> you know, listen, and I'll, and I'll tell you what, Steve, it's not – fixing cars is hard, but it's not hard. You know, I, I, I say this all the time. And if you walk into the shop, you know, you, you'll see – maybe one day I'll post some pictures. I, I never think about it. I never think about this little things like that. You walk into the shop, there's pegboards all around the shop. It's a three-bay repair shop. There's pegboards up, and each bay is laid out specifically for specific things. And bay one is like the, the oil change, tire brakes, things, you know, the, not the simple things, but, you know, that's the things we try to do in that bay. It keeps it easier so we're not chasing tools all over the shop. And then bay two gets a little bit more mechanical, and bay three is like NASA, all right? Bay three is all the scan tools out, and everything is laid out on the wall, and you can... And the reason is because when you're diagnosing something, it's just so easy to look at the wall and go, I tried that, I tried that, I tried that. You know what? I didn't do that. And I learned this trick years and years and years ago. I actually have a timing light on, on one of the pegboards in the shop. You know how many times I've used that timing light in the past 18 years? Maybe once. All right. What do you set timing on anymore? There's unless it's something old, and which is like a personal vehicle, one of, either the Monte Carlo or the '55 or something like that. Right. right. But, but the point is, it kind of jiggles your brain when you're up against it. And you know, one of the things hanging on the walls is a, is a, is a J2534 flash box to do software updates. Um, not that I've ever used it. It's got about an inch of dust on it because I actually do my reflashes using manufacturer level OE stuff. Um, you know, I'll pull out the Ford IDS or the GM Tech or, or, or what have you. But, you know, I always say that auto repair, it's an A to Z thing. All right. You've, you've got to go A, B, C, D. You've got to kind of go down the line. And, you know, it's not to get on the soapbox. But again, you, you know, people will call in and they'll have a problem. And I, and I love the calls about fuel pressure. Well, it feels like a bad fuel pump. I don't know what that feels like because I can turn I can turn the key off and kill the engine just as quick as a bad fuel pump, you know. And then I'll always ask the question: Did you check fuel pressure? No. Well, I don't want to spend any money on diagnosis. Okay. So we put a fourteen hundred dollar fuel pump in the car, and you know now we still got the same problem. Now how do you want it? You know now do you want to check fuel pressure? Um, right. You know I think I think the repair shops, some of the repair shops out there, are overwhelmed and they don't want to get training. Um, I actually have a meeting this week with the folks from Mac Tools. We're going to be talking about some of this stuff, uh, you know, educating the masses and, 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 you know, how do we get, how do we make better mechanics? Um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in the American mechanic. I think there's a really smart bunch of guys out there. I think that, 
you know, they need to get educated a little bit more. I myself do. I've been doing this 43 years, and I still go to school, and I'll still continue to go to school. You can't stop going to school. You can't stop learning, um, you know, because you're either growing or you're dying, to quote Lou Holtz. And, <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, oh, right. You know, and I, I would you always talk about finding a good mechanic, and, and I was getting a little dismayed until I talked to you, and then I went to my GMC dealer, and and because I, I went to transmission mechanics, and that that's their specialty, and I just kind of got the runaround. And when I met with you know the, the my local dealer here, I found a really nice service manager that was willing to work with me and and do it at my pace, and yep. and, it, and it worked out great. And so I found myself a good mechanic. But it's kind of scary that I went to specialty guys that didn't have the the wherewithal to let me check to see if there's any TSBs on it. Right. And, and, you know, TSB, so so the process is, you know, you know, you know I always say this, right, and, and they keep trying to get me to teach this class again about shop management, and I just, I just, I don't know, I'm not ready to do it again, it's been a while, but one of the first things I always asked in, in shop management class when I was teaching, I said, you've got 10 mechanics in the room, the car comes in with a flat tire, what's the first thing you do? And you'll get 18 different answers. Uh, you, you know, is what's the first thing you do? My answer would be verify the flat. <laughs> customer walks exactly. in and says you know i've got a flat in the trunk all right you know which tire which you know where did it come from and then get the details whereas you know everybody raises their hand and say well they've, they've got a flat throw it in the dunk tank well what if the sidewalls all chewed up what if there's no air in the tire what if you know verify the complaint and and, and go through the process and, and one of the things i've learned on you know diagnosing problem cars is that typically the first half hour to 45 minutes is spent reading just doing some research, looking at bulletins, looking to see if there's any flash updates, looking for pattern failures, road testing the car, all right, and just, you know, looking around, especially, and then if somebody worked on it, holy cow, you know, you get some of these cars where somebody's worked on the car and you lift the hood and you need sunglasses because the shiny parts are blinding you, you know, <laughs> it, it just magnifies the amount of time you've got to spend that much more. Well, uh, listen... Right. Steve, I appreciate the call. I'm glad it worked out for you. Um, uh, you know, if you ever get out to New Jersey, you br you bring the beer, and I'll take you out, and we'll go get some pizza. Um, you sound good. That sounds perfect, so, man. All right, sir. Um, hey, thank you much for everything. You're very welcome. You enjoy the rest of the winter, um, and we'll go from there. I'm Ron Annie, the Car Doctor, 855-560-9900. If Tom Ray can get the phones working again, I'll be back right after this. repairs get expensive and most of us don't have spare money for them that's where brands like k-seal can really be a lifesaver if you've had a car with a coolant leak you know how expensive it can get and it's not usually the newer high dollar vehicle that has the leak it's the older vehicle in the family the 900 to 2000 dollar range value car the car you might be depending on for daily transportation and other vital tasks Look, if you're experiencing a coolant leak and the repair cost far exceeds the value of the car, you don't necessarily have to take your car off the road. Try using K-Seal. I've seen my share of these in the shop where, before K-Seal existed, once a diagnosis was made of a leaking intake gasket, radiator, heater core, or head gasket, the car might have been sent for recycling, and then the owner had to purchase another one. Before giving up, try K-Seal. It's a pour-in solution that just may allow you to keep that car longer without spending more on repairs than the car is actually worth. Find K-Seal at automotive retailers everywhere and get more information at kseal.com. Honey, about the car. Have them drain the crankcase, check the wheel bearings, uh, drain the radiator, and have the manifold heat control valve checked. Got that? Well, uh... No! But... Texaco dealer and I agreed it was time to rotate the tires. So we did that too. 
news because your car to the man who has the star, the big, bright Mexico star. Guys, please come on, open the door. I gotta get in there. I gotta do the show already. Come on. We're on air. We're live. You let me in. Ron will be back in a moment. Maybe. Check us out at cardoctorshow.com. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us. But it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, this is Josh Groban. After so many years on the stage, one of my favorite things about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America, an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left not knowing where their next meal is coming from, or if it's even coming at all. Thankfully, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food and helps deliver it to kids in need across the country. But they can't do it alone. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. back. Ron and Ian, the car doctor at 855-560-9900, the phone number that doesn't work, and that's why I'm getting it out. Um, Tom's trying to purposely mute the fact that the phone's not working. I think he's annoyed today. But uh, it will work by next week, and you can call 855-560-9900, leave a message, 24-7 service, and uh, Tom will call you back and get you in the queue for the next live broadcast. I've got an email I want to talk about real quick. Um, Also want to point out for Steve that just called in from Wisconsin, um, one of the things we didn't talk about with regard to he got his truck fixed, he built a relationship with the guy. And now he's, and that's, that's the biggest part about finding a good mechanic, the relationship. He went in and he talked to somebody. He did exactly what I've always said for years and years and years. You got to go in and talk to somebody. I don't know if schmooze is the right word. In Jersey, we call it schmoozing. Um, in Wisconsin, they probably call it something else, but you're just, you know, who who wants to work with you? Who's realistic? Who wants to make it about fixing and solving the problem and not just you're just another number or another name? So good for you, Steve. You did find a good mechanic, and uh, I would build that relationship further because it's all about the relationship. Um, Ron, good morning from the balmy state of Maine. It's 43 degrees up here at 7 a.m. of January thaw. I had the memorable experience of doing a coil and spark plug change on a 99 F350 Super Duty 4x4. The truck has under 24,000 miles on it. It was running rough. Used as a plow truck for the church campus I'm employed at as a maintenance man. The man in charge told me to change all the coil packs. He had the truck at his mechanic's friends, and that is what they recommended. I checked with a local auto parts store, and they quoted me $38 per coil. Okay. I ordered 10 online for $70. Here's the scary part, and this is why I'm reading this. Um, you know, and it ended up he had his frustrations, and um, this is from Ralph. Ralph did a great job, and he changed all the coils and plugs. Um, Ralph, if you're listening or when you get this, and for everybody else, I'm a little concerned about buying coil packs for $7 a piece. All right? That kind of bothers me. Unless it's, you know, unless it's an eBay garage sale, somebody had something OE-level quality, because they're a pain in the neck to change on a V10 Ford pickup. 
All right, you don't want to do this job twice. So I don't need to go through the whole email. It's a, it's a great email. He figured it, he figured it out. He he fired it up and you know got the truck to run. And he asked me what trick to use to get the seven and nine plugs in the Ford V10 remove the heater hose. Yeah, whatever I've got to do. I mean it it's been known to happen. And the real great trick is on some of these Fords where you have to remove the heater hose to get the spark plug out. Then all the coolant runs out of the hose and it runs into the spark plug well. So and it fills that up and that's that's a whole other challenge unto itself. So but. Um, just be mindful. I understand everybody wants a bargain, but understand that sometimes that bargain comes at, at, at one heck of a price. And, you know, that's that's really what you've what you've you know, you've got to be aware of. So, um, you know, that that becomes an issue as well. Just just be mindful of that. That's that's from Ralph. Um, this one comes to us from Bob Goodman. We're doing emails. Can you recommend a scanner for home use that will work on a 2014 Duramax, a 2000 Jeep Grand Cherokee and a 2009 Honda Accord? Bob Goodman and uh, out of the 540 area code. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Bob, I can, and I'm going to do it right after I return from this. 855-560-9900. Ron and Annie, the car doctor. We're back right after this. little I didn't talk for a long time I liked things to always be the same anything new or different would scare and upset me I was very sensitive to lights and sounds it was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else so I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in I didn't like looking people in the eye it made me feel uncomfortable I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Um, hello, it's me. The designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So, what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look, and I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hey, Dr. Phil here. I help people solve difficult and trying personal problems every day on my TV show, but there's one problem that's just got me stumped. Childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. That's one in five kids who may not know where their next meal is coming from, despite the fact that there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food out there to feed them all. Now, I don't know about you, but that is unacceptable to me. Luckily, the Feeding America network of good people is out there collecting surplus food and giving hope to hungry children and their families at local food banks all across the country. But let's face it, they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. My turn now? I guess it is. Ron and Andy, the car doctor here at 855-560-9900. So uh, Bob's looking for a scan tool. What do we want to buy? Y- you know what, Bob? You've got you've got an eclectic collection of vehicles there, but they are all OBD2 compliant. Um, by the way, the 2014 Duramax, never, ever, 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 ever 
want to do a rear main seal. Or if you do, make sure you have the tool. I was helping a shop around the corner from us. They got involved in doing a flywheel protector plate on the back of a Duramax diesel this week, and they didn't have the right tool to drive the rear main seal in. And there's just no way to do it. It's 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 a very complicated two-piece design rotating seal, and you need to either make the tool that Todd made. Todd took a sprag out of a transmission and spent half a day on the machine shop at the machine shop making it, or you spend 150 bucks and you buy the uh, the tool online. But anyway, um, you know what? Launch has some very good stuff out there, and it kind of depends upon your price point. Do you want to just look at OBD2 diagnostics? Do you want vehicle-specific manufacturers so you can get into some of the special functions and actuation tests? Uh, Launch has some great stuff. Mac Tools has some great stuff. As a matter of fact, and it's it's, it's out of your price point, we're going to be testing a top-of-the-line Mac Tools. I think it's an MD10, MBT10. Uh, I should probably know the name of the tool I'm testing uh, this year, so of YouTube videos of that. But, you know, the stuff from Mac Tools is very good. Um, if you go online and get out to eBay, some of the stuff from OTC, still, in my opinion, still a good tool. The Genesis is a good tool. You may not get updates for it, but the price point becomes cheaper. And and that's the key, something to keep in mind. You can... You can look on eBay for older tools from shops that have graduated to newer stuff, and maybe on your older vehicle it saves you a bunch of money, um, you know, so you're, you're you're ahead of the curve. So, you know, take a look at those two or three ideas and see what that does for you. You can't always break the bank and go buy something from Snap-on, but, you know, it's to me a scan tool is going to be outdated two or three years after you buy it, so it's all about bang for the buck. Um, it really is, especially with the way technology is growing. Hey, just a quick point, all right? This is January. Is this January, Tom? Yes. I can hear his head rattling. And um, it is January. Uh, you know, we are three months into winter, in my mind, because, you know, we're, we're three months from cruising season. So if you've got a classic or something vintage around the house, and I don't mean your wife or your girlfriend or, or both, whatever the case might be, I'm talking about the car in the driveway or in the garage, um, probably be a good idea to, if, you, if you don't have the ability to, if you haven't thought about it, to go out there and start it and run it or, you know, you know, crank it over a little bit, change the position of the valves and the valve springs and the pistons and all that sort of stuff because uh, we've got another three months of winter to go. So if you've got a collectible out there, you want to make sure that you do that. That's always uh, that's always something good as 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 part of the process. Just uh, just that gosh darn important. So um, nothing else this week, right? We're we're kind of done. Um, Bob Brennan wants to know about buying a scan tool. I'll answer him off air. He wants to program key fobs and all these other crazy things. Um, so we'll talk about that. Um, what are you going to do this week, Tom? Anything good? Work. Work. Fix the phones. That's Tom's mantra. Because if he doesn't, I'll have to help him. Because as we all know, I'm Ron Anini and the car doctor. The mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya.